You've heard of monk mode. If you haven't, it's just a simple period of time where you do certain things. For example, you like do a 30 minute workout every day and then you don't drink alcohol and then you do like, I don't actually know the rules or like the actual initiative, but it's pretty much a simple plan to unmess up your life. So like to get your life back on track. And yes, that works. And that's good. Definitely recommend it for people that are like, have a messed up life right now. But the thing is, that's not enough. Like monk mode is not enough. The thing is that once you get to a certain point, monk mode is actually way too easy. What the real monk mode is, is first of all, the no alcohol, the no smoking, like, yeah, that's given. You do not do any of that at all. You never do any of that. And then the next thing, working out every day, that is a given. Like, you do that every day unless you need a rest. Like, you you work out every day and you only rest when you need it, which may be six days after six days. It might be after eight days. It might be after 20 days. You only rest when you need it. And then the next thing is you meditate every single day, no matter what. And then you eat healthy, you eat impeccably, and you are at a such, you get to such a point where you prefer not to eat unhealthy foods and you get to such a point where the only time you eat unhealthy foods and actually, let me rephrase that, the when you consider that you're eating unhealthy foods, so when you when you eat a food that you believe to be unhealthy, it's only because of the situation that has been that it has been like kind of bestowed upon you to do that. And that food that you chose to eat in that certain situation is only unhealthy to the point where it has seed oils or it has like estrogenics in it. Like that is the only thing. Let me let me explain. Let me give you a real example of this. So you're you eat impeccably, you prefer to eat impeccably and you never eat like junk food. Like that's just not even on your mind. Like you may be in a house full of junk food. Let's say you live um with other people who eat junk food. You may like see junk food all the time. But it's not it's just not even a thought that comes in your head to eat it. Like you ne- just never think to eat it. And you always just eat perfectly. And what I said that the only time you don't eat perfectly is when the situation arises. And you don't go out. The thing is, you don't go out of your way to do this. The only example, like the one example of this happening is if you're on a vacation. When you're out of town, first of all, you should try your best to pack food, which is what I do. But there are certain times, like let's say you're at uh, all you can eat or an all-inclusive vacation where like you're at a resort and the only that's the only food available. First of all, you subconsciously make healthy eating choices from the selection, but you're not like, but there are, there may be seed oils in those, like they may have been cooked in seed oils. So what I'm trying to say is that in this monk mode protocol, you eat impeccably no matter what, unless you're in a situation where 
that's kind of the only option you have. And then even if that's the only option you have, you still eat very healthy and way healthier than that normal person. And let's talk about seed oils. The real monk mode protocol, you cut out seed oils completely. You also cut out all bad, all bad health products. So all bad soaps, laundry detergent, those fabric softeners that you put into the laundry. You cut out all of this trash, all of this garbage, because all of this stuff is very bad for your health. Like this is like this is just the monk mode protocol. You cut all that out and you replace it with healthier items. And then you come to exercise number two. You exercise cardio every single day. So first of all, you work out every day and then you do cardio every day. And then you wake up early. So for me, I wake up at four in the morning. Excuse me. Let me get some water. All right, wake up in the morning. We haven't even gotten into the juice of this monk mode protocol. So if you think all this stuff is extreme, just wait until I get to the end. So you wake up early in the morning, four o'clock, five o'clock, three o'clock, maybe. I don't know. I, I prefer four o'clock. And then what that means is you actually wake up, you go to bed early also. So wake up or go to bed at five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. I prefer six o'clock PM, like 6 PM. And all of these things, you wake up early, go to bed early. And then we get to your room, your environment. It must be extremely minimal. And you may be, you may think you're minimal. You are not minimal. The thing is that your room has to be completely empty because your room is a reflection of your mind. And if you have, if you have a single unnecessary object in your room, it must be gotten rid of. First of all, bed frames, get rid of that. Put your bed on the ground. That is the first step. But let's just completely get rid of your bed. No conventional beds are a part of this monk mode protocol. You sleep on a tatami mat. This tatami mat is made of rush grass. And if you don't know what it is, look it up on Amazon. It's like a hundred bucks for a tatami mat. And it's basically kind of like sleeping on the floor. So you sleep on that and you completely clear your room. So you have nothing in your room except for your bed, like a fan and your alarm. And you have an actual alarm clock because you don't have your phone. Let's get to the phone. Well, actually, no, let's get to the phone later, but let's still talk about this room thing. Nothing in your room. You sleep on the floor. The only things in your room is an alarm clock, a fan, a stopwatch, like a timer, and then a journal, pen, and an air purifier. And your room must be completely pitch black. So that means that you buy blackout curtains and just blackout curtains with a curtain rod is not enough because light seeps through the sides. So you nail blackout curtains with a hammer and a nail onto your window, like over your window. And I have it so I can open my curtains still. Um, they're not like fully movable, but I, I can still see outside my window if I choose to and get some natural light in there. But I, I have that. And then also on my door, 
nail blackout curtains to your door. This is crucial because your sleep is extremely important to your health. And so when there's light coming into your room while you're trying to sleep, that actually makes it less optimal and less efficient. So you're not getting as good at sleep. And then it's extremely good for meditating because when you meditate every single day, it's super good to be in the dark. And then let's get back to another action that you should be doing every single day is sitting in darkness, just thinking, just sitting there, staring at a wall, just thinking. You can't even see the wall because it's too dark, but you just sit and think on your tatami mat. And this is because this, this allows you to just contemplate life and think of any random thoughts that you have and also just try and get some clarity in your path forward. This is an extremely important habit to have. So your room is completely empty. Now let's talk about your closet. For a long time, I had my room completely empty, but my closet was still a mess. And then I realized that it's time to go. It's time to go extreme minimalistic with my closet. All I have in my closet is my dresser, which by the way, move your dresser into your closet because it takes up space in your room and you don't want that clutter in your room or in your mind. And then, so you put your dresser in your closet and then I have a filing cabinet in my closet for where I put my business papers and then I put my books in that because I also had, I used to have like maybe a hundred books stacked into my bookshelf in my closet. I got, I put all of those in the attic and only chose a select few. I chose like five books to keep in my closet. And I am expecting to get more books um, in the future. So that will, that number will increase, but you, you just want to question every single thing that you have in your room. And if you don't use it on a day-to-day basis, then it either gets pitched. If you have not used it in the past like month, then you've got to get rid of it. If you don't see yourself using it in the near future, get rid of it, throw it away or put it up in the attic. And then if you have an attic, put it in storage. And then if you use it, but not every single day, then put it in like a cabinet. Like I've put it in the filing cabinet. Like every single thing that I have in my room is something that I use. And then let's talk blankets. So during the day, keep your room impeccably clean, impeccably empty. Because every single morning when you wake up, you fold all of your blankets and put them in the closet. That's how you do it. So then your room is completely empty and then you can use your tatami mat for studying purposes and meditation purposes. Like this stuff helps. Now let's talk phone, phone usage. First of all, my phone is like in the opposite side. Right now I'm in my basement and I keep my phone in the basement at all times. And it's It's got all of the productivity things on it. So I actually don't have any apps on my home screen and I deleted all of my non-essential apps. So basically I did the same thing that I did to my room, to my phone. So I questioned every single app. If I don't use it, I delete it. And then that, and then first of all, delete all your games and YouTube, Netflix, like all that crap, get rid of that. Delete your Instagram TikTok and actually go a step further and delete your accounts permanently. 
when you delete your account permanently, you clear up so much mental, like that was probably one of the best decisions I've ever made to do that. So you delete all this stuff and you go through and minimize your phone. So turn on grayscale mode, delete all of your apps from your home screen so it's completely empty. Put on like a black home screen and a black lock screen so there's no like weird stuff, like wallpapers, extremely minimalist. And then go through all of the settings and make everything bare bones. So go to such extreme to where you have to click the power button to turn it on. Like your phone doesn't automatically turn on when you pick it up. And then also make it so you have to manually search. Like usually when you swipe down on the iPhone, like there's recommended apps, get rid of those apps. Make it so you have to manually search for every single app. And I've got my phone is so minimalist that I've gotten rid of like all of the widgets. Like when you swipe to the left, there's all of that crap, like get rid of all that. And then the only thing I haven't figured out how to get rid of is when you swipe to the right, there's like all of your apps that you have laid out. I don't know how to get rid of that, but it doesn't really mind. I don't really mind because I never swipe to the right anyways. And then another thing to do is when you're not using it, keep it in airplane mode and power it off completely. Like that is essential. First of all, to get rid of the EMFs, but also to make it so it's like a two minute delay or not a two minute, but it's like a 30 second delay from the time that you pick up your phone to the time you're actually on an app. So you have to like, you literally have to sit there for 30 seconds and ask yourself, do I really need to do this? And it also makes it a chore. Like oftentimes, okay, actually, no. Let me also say, keep your phone in the basement or in the attic or wherever as far as possible as where you mainly are. So that means that for me, I keep it in the basement. During the day, I'm upstairs. And so that means that when I want to use my phone, I literally have to get up, walk all the way down the stairs, walk all the way across the basement because I keep it on the opposite side of the stairs. So I have to walk all the way across the basement, turn it on, which takes like 20 sec. It takes like 20 seconds to even turn on, turn on airplane mode. And when you have it powered off like that, it takes a long time to turn off like airplane mode and all that stuff. And then like get it connected to data. Like it takes a long time for all this stuff to load. And so I know how long it takes. And so I'm upstairs and I'm like, do I really need to use my phone? No, I don't. And I find a different solution because it'll take way too long. Like that is what you have to get to that point. So that's, that's the monk mode protocol. I might be forgetting some stuff, but I don't know. Carry around a metal water bottle with you at all times. Also, that's one thing. Keep it filled up at all times.